day For showing me life in a brand new way I'm so thankful I want to say Thank you Lord for a brand new Good morning, of strain. This is Mario wishing you a fantastic day in the knowledge of a good God who cared for you so much that he didn't hesitate to purchase your complete redemption by shedding his blood on the cross 2,000 years ago. Yes, without asking for anything in return, he did all of that just because he loves you. This program is entitled, I Didn't Know That. And as I'll be treating some concepts that are very, very challenging to tradition and to religion in general, I beg you to please, please, please check the scriptures I propose. And if you're not completely satisfied with their validity, please reject everything else I say. This is either sanctioned by the truth of the Word of God or needs to be discarded altogether. Thank you and God bless you while you're listening. We are busy talking about the scriptural impossibility of losing one's salvation. We have considered the irreversibility of the process of metamorphosis that takes place with a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. And we have likened this process to the new birth, from dead in Adam, the caterpillar, to alive in Christ, the butterfly, a brand new creation, something that did not exist before. All things that pass away, take a good look, check this out, everything has become new. Then we have touched on the concept of eternal life, and we have had to acknowledge the fact that the life we get is eternal, not temporal, and that that life is none others than Jesus Christ himself. His life that we live as born-again spirits, recreated in his image and according to his likeness. Uh, Someone might say, wait a minute, Adam and Eve were children of God, and yet they lost their salvation. Okay. Let me point out two scriptures to you. One, Genesis 2.17, where the Bible says, The Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And John 3.16, Whosoever believes in Jesus Christ will never die, but will have eternal life. Adam and Eve were immortal, not eternal. They did have a beginning, didn't they? And God did say, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil, and now lest he put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live eternally. Yes, the tree of life is none other than the cross of Christ, the tree through which we receive eternal life. If one eats of that, he will never die. On the other hand, if one eats of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of the law, As seen by man, God said, you will surely die. Adam and Eve had not eaten of the fruit of the tree of life, or in their condition, they would have become eternally lost. We eat of the fruit of the tree of life, the finished work of the cross of Christ, and live eternally. In order for us to lose that eternal life, once we have received it from God, Jesus would have to die again. (laughs) And that, my friend, is simply not going to happen. Hebrews 7.25 says, He is able to save completely all who come to God through Him. Since He will live forever, He will always be there to remind God that He has paid for their sins with His blood. Now, my friend, the life that God gives you when you accept His offer of adoption is His Son's life. 2 Corinthians 5.21 
He made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The divine exchange happened on the cross. His righteousness for my sin, his perfection for my iniquity, his life for my death. He cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that I could say, my father, my father, you will never leave me. My life is his life. I will never lose it. I can never lose it. It's eternal. It's God's life. Don't let anyone, especially that American Messianic Jew writer that I mentioned earlier, tell you that if you sing long enough or hard enough, you can lose his life. That is just preposterous. How can your sin ever be greater than his grace? Romans 5.20 says it's impossible. And in any case, who determines the line of no return? When I have simply sinned too much and too often to be able to maintain my salvation, who decides when too much is too much? Religion? The law? The pastor? Are the clergy? No, there is simply nothing that can be stronger than the blood of Christ. Nothing. Now rest in the knowledge of a good God who declares in Hebrews 13:5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Grace to you. Such a beautiful day.